Are both recording? I'm mine, recording. Mine is recording. All right, I'm gonna do a clap. Get some room sound. Clap again for the fuck of it. Too big. Too big. It can never be too big. That is <laughs> that's what, that that's not can, what she said. It can be too big, <laughs> let me tell you. Yeah, there's uh, there's safe and threatening, that's my understanding. Oh, I like that. Or uh, threatening and friendly. Hmm. I like threatening and friendly. <laughs> yeah. Which I, I think is pretty fair because then if a guy's a micro penis, it's like, well, you're not threatening, but that's fine. Mm -hmm. You're friendly still. So I think every, I think every, well, nowadays it's, well, all the days, men, <laughs> men, women, all the things have uh, experienced one or the other, or maybe both. I have only ever experienced the micro penis. Oh, that's. Yeah. You mean in contract, like extreme? Like he had a micro penis. But you've you've never okay. But and then and then I've never and then I've never had like a two. two so large in the extreme, penis. You've, you've you okay. That's what I meant. You've like yes, you've only meant, experienced micro penis. I was like, oh, that's yeah. a shame because you named your boyfriend in his last name. I have. But that's but not who not we're him. talking about. It's not him. It's not who we're talking about. Pre uh, pre settling down in life. Fair enough. Yes, I felt really bad. I might I maybe didn't react in the. Um, it's, gentlest it's, way. Well, it's got to be uh, like uh, devastating. I would think. Yeah, like, it kind of was. Like, the, did you hear about the? Um, there's a new emoji. And it's like two <laughs> fingers pinching together, showing that something's small. I've seen and, and people pose. Yeah, doing and, that. And, and men, uh, tiny penis men, have have are up in arms about this like how would you like it if we had one that showed your vagina was too big it's like i don't, I don't understand how like two fingers being pinched together like automatically makes you think about your tiny penis hmm. so i just think of like hey add a little bit of sugar add a little bit of salt yeah it could be a pinch pinch yeah. of something a pinch of something yeah yeah it looks so like don't, just a wee don't, bit. don't be so don't take it so personally yeah too sensitive these days yeah too Everyone's sensitive too and sensitive. Well, i don't know if that's i think that's just those are the the incels i, I call them the incels <laughs> Okay. There's a reason they're, they they claim to be involuntarily celibate, but mm. pretty sure they're just tiny penis losers. They and they're not losers because they have a tiny penis. I was penis. just gonna say that they're losers, and they have a tiny penis. And, it just and so that combination happens. causes them to hate women <laughs> uh, and blame yeah. everyone else. And, blame, and now they might also hate us because now they're probably definitely not well, good for that. To our podcast. Them. Yeah. You know what? It's cool. I feel bad for you. I'm sorry. But all my advice is to just give the chick a heads up. Like verbal a verbal heads yeah. up. Not hey, not don't tease the don't tease the woman and give her like all this. Don't pleasure. say the opposite. Say like, hey, I got a huge wang. I'm that. I killed a woman once, broke her hips. <laughs> like don't don't I dislocated a hip once. I'm awesome. Don't lie. Yeah, don't lie. And yeah, but also don't not not say anything yeah, either. Maybe have a sense of humor. Worse. Maybe have a sense of humor about it. <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be helpful. <laughs> that'd be really helpful. Um, yeah. So hey, everybody. I'm Jess. And I'm David. And this is beer, beer versus, versus life. life.
Beer vs. Life is the podcast that's all about beer, the beer industry, the people who drink beer, make beer, sell beer, and love beer. That is true. So I'm Jess again. I'm a sales rep for Kensington Brewing Company. And I don't know. I, uh, I'm going to say it. I love a good sound session. Just so, a little something about me. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, sounds good. Yeah. Uh, just because the last time I said that, so that's why... I, I stalled in saying that. Oh, so you just um, want to but get it the out last there. podcast we recorded, we accidentally we didn't hit save. save it. And then we didn't know that the app we're using, you need to hit save. You can't just stop it, continue your conversation, then go to save it later and be like, oh, it's gone. It's gone now. Yeah, fuck Oops. that. Well, we better uh, listen. Yeah. So I'm going to say it again. I like the sound. A I proper wood too. burning. I too like a proper wood burning sauna. I'll even accept one that has electric coils with stones on top. Yep. Anything that you can throw water on to get steam in. You're not supposed to throw water on the electrical ones. Those are dry sounds. Right. You can throw them on the... You can throw right. it on the walls. You can throw your water onto the walls. Don't they, not onto the stones. Don't they have the rocks set up so you can without affecting the... It's been a while. See, um, I'm overdue for a sauna. I'm you're overdue. I'm overdue. I'm overdue. I grew but, up with some Finns when I was younger. They all had saunas in their houses mm-hmm. and their cottages. And I've even done sauna and rolled in snow in the winter and gone back in the sauna. It's pretty sweet. It's I've also young. burnt my eyebrows off <laughs> and my eyelashes <laughs> because there's a thing I'm called... I'm sorry, that's not funny. I'm sorry that happened have to you. Have you ever done vodka tokes in a sauna? I have never, no. So what you do is you throw vodka on the rocks and inhale the steam. And it gives you a little high. But what you have to do first is throw a bit of water on, then the vodka, then the steam. And I was with uh, my Finnish friend, who I won't name, who was the less smarter cousin. And he forgot about the water part. And I I was, I'm a, I was a, like a... You're a, a go-getter. A, a vagabond <laughs> sauna person. So I, I, I vaguely knew what they did. I was not a specialist. And uh, so we just threw the vodka straight on the rocks, stuck our heads over, and flames engulfed both our heads. Very quickly, oh and we gosh. just looked at each other and went, whoa! And our eyebrows curled up into little white things, and our eyelashes then oh, just no. sprinkled off our so faces. Yeah. And it smelled like burnt hair. It was yeah, gross. Yeah. How um, old were you? Do you remember how old you were? Uh, 19, okay. 20 maybe? That's an appropriate age. That's, that's... Yeah, and this was, I believe this was the... It was the same sauna that I did, like, the proper, like, rolling in the snow and then getting back in the sauna. Mm-hmm. It may have even been one of the times that I did that. Probably because we set ourselves on fire. Maybe so you the best to thing run to do was roll in the snow. <laughs> on top of a frozen lake, which I thought was pretty cool because the sauna cool. was in the boathouse of ah, the cottage on cool. Musselman Lake, just north of the city. Hmm. The city of Toronto. Anyway, Sweet. we're still, we're like in the middle of our introduction. So you don't know David yet. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm David. <laughs> and I'm the sales manager for Longsides Brewery. And I sound like Ray Romano in a sauna. <laughs> okay. Like, exactly. It like, doesn't change. Like, you're just always going to sound like Ray Romano. No, no, if there's steam in the, the, uh, the vocal cords, it makes me sound like Ray just Romano. Just even more so. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Well, okay, we're both in Toronto, and we'll be talking about beer from a non-geographic perspective, which means uh, we're not going to make you feel like you're never going to get to try a beer that we're talking about. 
And we'll also discuss some styles of beer, the industry, and share some bar tales with you. And then in addition to just listening to us fools, we'll have some guests. <laughs> brewers. Yeah, brewers are like one. Brewers. Like, like brewers. Guests but... like brewers. <laughs> yeah. That, that makes more sense, that, huh? That makes great sense. <laughs> uh, and then other salespeople like us. Did you say bartenders? I miss bartenders. I'm so sorry. We're totally going to have bartenders. bartenders. Yeah. And then I guess I'm going to say bar owners now. Sure. Yeah. Bar owners. I just said that. Oh, you said it. I did. <laughs> Re- retail partners, which means people who work in grocery stores that sell beer. Yeah, because that's a thing. And uh, even people who just like to drink the beer. Pedestrians. Common uh, folk. <laughs> the plebes. The humans. <laughs> the humans. The fellow humans. <laughs> the humans who envy us and, and bow down to our Yeah, they're like, prowess. oh, your job is oh, so cool. Oh, my God, cool. you're so cool. You get to hang on bars all day. Yeah, well... And struggle That's with true. fucking demons. Uh, <laughs> so, pull up a stool. Yeah. And a demon. Grab a beer. Uh, join us while we discuss beer, mm-hmm. life, and everything in between on Beer, beer versus, versus life. life. Yeah. That's with it. Jess and Dave. Yeah. But you're David. You're not yeah. Dave. But you are Jess or Jessica. But not Jesse. I am not Jesse. Which caused a lot of confusion. I'm really sorry. Early about on. That. It wasn't your fault. I know. It wasn't my fault. But I used to be Jesse back in the day. Back in the day when, when I was like... When people write songs about you and stuff? A punk rocker and... I don't Jesus. think anyone it's ever... A deep cut all of a sudden. ...wrote a song a about rocker, me. Right? Yeah, I was a, a punk A Minnesota rocker. punk rocker. Yep. I'm uh, from Minnesota. I'm actually from Colorado. So you Colorado. can only be a punk rock... What? Yeah. I was born in Denver, Colorado. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. But then moved to Minnesota. How old? shortly after. I was like a freshy baby, maybe oh, so one you don't, or two. You don't have any yeah. Denver memories. I do not. Denver's not always. That's why on whenever your mind. I cross the border, they're like, "Where are you from?" And I say Minnesota, and they're like, "Jessica, do you want to try that again?" With their guns and badges and pins Those and stuff sons that they of wear, bitches. and I get nervous, and I'm like, "Ah, no." Well, I mean, whatever. Their job is to make you nervous. Their job is to make you... That's a great point. I'm pretty sure they're all incels as well. That's where incels work, is at the border, because they get to throw their authority around. And they're tiny micro-penises. Possibly. But, I don't know, I've met... There are some hidden gems. Of course. There are some hidden gems in the border control people, and they're they're lovely. We don't want to paint with such a broad stroke, but... I think (laughs) certain jobs do attract certain types of people. Such True. as our job. What type of person do you think Such our job? Such as our job. So attracts. I think to be a and that's a question rep, I pulled out of my ass. That's a great question to ask. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so this this is a really peculiar job actually, and I do think it requires a certain kind of person. So if you're going to if you're considering or you are a sales rep in this industry in craft beer or even not craft beer, I could just say beer in general. Sure. Right. Or we met a gentleman earlier, like just now, who's yeah. vodka. Right. Yeah. So, I, yeah, just um, alcohol, alcohol yeah. beverages. You're still dealing with the same people and mm-hmm. the same it's all varying kind of the levels same. of the same thing. I mean, the, I, I will say that macro sales reps, uh, you know, if they're not selling beer, they could probably walk away and then and from that job and sell trash compactors like that. I don't think, oh, you think so. I don't know if beer is a passion for them as much. That might just or, be being a judgmental prick. Maybe. Or they just, they had that personality or that experience or the training where they could. They would sell their mother for bus fare. Oh, they're like those kinds of sales 
people. That's what I'm saying. Because we can't say salesmen anymore. Sales. We have to say salespeople. Right. Did I say salesmen? You didn't, but I'm just like saying that Thank out, you. out Good. loud to the universe. Um, yeah. So it, I think, I mean, if, if you just if you just listen to David and I, it's you have to be um, a kind of fly by the seat of your pants kind of personality. Yeah. Whether that's, a good way. that's yeah. Whether in in your humor or in your wit or. Um, you can like dial dial something up and you can dial something yeah, down. How, how you deal with confrontation? Yes, which I'm so bad at. Like I start sweating and my ears get red and I No, my ears only get red when I'm angry. When right. when there's confrontation and I just am like this is so dumb. Do you guys seriously realize what we're fighting over right now? Yeah. How dumb it is. And there's a weird aspect of this job that can be confrontational. And it yeah, doesn't have like to be. asking for money. Yes. Like, what do you mean? Like, give me an example uh, I just, of that. Of I like think that's, that's probably a pretty I good have, one. I, have, I haven't really had to... But I've had to give people some bad news. Bad yeah. news meaning, like, they're not going to get their order in time. Yeah. Or um, we ran out of something. But not nothing where, like, someone's like, you completely messed up or no, I, uh, we're thousands of dollars in debt yeah, to you or something. I think my mine was more like the uh, unexpected confrontational... Like where you... Okay, so what happens when Because some of our job is cold calling, right? So you go into yes. a place and you just say, ask. Like, obviously we don't... We try not to walk in when they're busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if we do, we probably uh, either sit down at the bar and hang out for a bit or mm-hmm. just turn around and leave. I've mm-hmm. done that many times. I've walked in and like, nope, not good timing. Mm-hmm. Um, you try to avoid places at certain times when you know they're going to be busy. Uh, but occasionally... The cold calling... That isn't just picking up the phone. Like, you're actually talking about like, going I'm into call, places. Like, cold, called, cold visiting. Yes. Yeah, like, they just walk in and they're like, hey, I was just walking by and noticed that you guys have a craft beer selection. Who would I talk to kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes that gets confrontational, and it's out of the blue, I find, and it's, 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 it's not warranted. I mean, occasionally, you, like, you get someone on a bad day, maybe they've had, like, Four other sales reps just walk in before you, mm-hmm. uh, and they're That's done. So they're done. They're like, "Fuck it, I'm sick of this." Yeah. And uh, they don't handle it professionally. That kind of confrontation, which I'm not a huge fan of. And so, it doesn't it doesn't happen often, but when it does, it's mm-hmm. it's, it's it's kind of jarring because you're just like, "Whoa, dude!" Like, yeah. I'm just literally asking you a question. Yeah. If if you're not interested, just. You know, know, be honest. You just reminded me of something that clearly was traumatizing to me because I forgot, and now I just remembered. Oh, great. So (laughs) So this will be a little bit of therapy? Maybe this is a bit of therapy or like a war story. Yeah, let's get this out. That I can share. So when I first first started, um, I was really just kind of navigating and he and I don't mean to digress a little bit but I, every every person is very different and everyone comes with different experiences which oh, is absolutely. which is so which is obvious and like a silly thing to say but it really does impact your comfort level like what you're comfortable doing mm-hmm. um your energy level like what motivates you it's all very different so I'm like okay well if I want to try to touch 25 people a day because it's a numbers game sales is a numbers game and i'm one person fine touch so <laughs> in an inappropriate way of course of course only elbows and knees jess is a monster <laughs> 
No, so whether it's like an email or a text or right, a yeah. phone call yeah. or I come and visit you myself, 25 people is always kind of like... In, and anyway, at Kensington is how I was trained that like that's a okay. kind of a good, a good number, which... Yeah. Um, for some people, that's really achievable. For me, that is very hard to do. Um, yeah, eight eight people a day for me sometimes is like okay. Wow, I like I really tried hard today. <laughs> like I think eight is like in person. But that's, but that's not including which is, is a, which is a good number. It is, and that's hard to do. It, it sometimes can be, yeah, it can be very hard to do. Um, but I'm just thinking 25 all in, no matter how you contact them, it's yeah. like a part of the, the system. I don't know why that's a golden number, but it, it, it is. And so, I have seen my sales grow when I do like the more people I contact a day, it does yeah. they pan do, out down the road. They definitely coincide with each other. Cause I find yeah. it, I mean, you can go with your, uh, your gut and with like your instinct of like I have a feeling this and this and this is going to work and that will work sometimes or but you can't won't. you can't rely on it no and yeah I think the the wider the net you throw the more you're going to pull in the sales that you didn't know were there right and the the only way to do them is to get yourself out there mm-hmm. and if that yeah by email by text by in person mm-hmm. combination of all three and the the great thing is uh you can get a lot of FaceTime at a bar, but also have your laptop or phone out and be firing off messages mm-hmm. and be uh, multitasking. Right. Uh, Which is something I personally struggle with because okay. I'm one of those people where, and I, I will still still share my war story with you, but that's something I struggle with because when I'm with you in a moment, I'm not about being on technology. Oh, fair because enough. Because then I'm, then I'm, I mean, I'm not saying like, oh, we're having a conversation, so I'm on my phone firing emails. No, yeah. I... But most people that need to talk, that are going to pay you, yeah. <laughs> essentially, are very busy people, and they um, aren't necessarily all that great at scheduling their time because they're at other people's time. Like, they're on everyone else's schedule. Yeah. So they're constantly a chameleon. They're constantly accommodating to people like us, their customers, their employees, so if someone ever feels like they're not there and they're not really present in your moment, yeah, and I, you I, can't take it personally. I just want to confirm. I didn't mean like texting while you're talking to a bar right. manager. No, or I know, owner. but like even I if mean, they, like, you know, leave, you you finish talking to them, and you're if you finish, before, and then you're saying, yeah, you just right, quickly right, right, right. fire off a message and then get up and leave and whatever. Right. Okay, because I was. Mi- I was just like, oh shit, should I be doing that? <laughs> should I be, I be better at texting should I be an people asshole? while no, I'm don't, somewhere? No, don't do that. Uh, and yeah. I feel like we've, have we derailed your, you, were you in, you're in the midst of a story. Oh no, but this is all very good. I think okay. it's all very helpful. Um, I think to people. But, I just want to make sure we get back to this because sometimes when people are listening to podcasts and I'm, I'm one of those people who's like, yeah. they, you but drop we were, something, we were, you talk to something and if they drop it, we don't come back to it, it's distracting. It is distracting. So we're going to get to that. Okay, right. so this is something that I forgot, but I told myself I would never forget and never do again. So I was calling people. Um, for me, depending on who you're calling, yep. um, it does. it's not the best thing to do. So if you're calling people like hotels, for instance, mm-hmm. or larger conglomerates, they will answer their phone because there's someone that they're paying to do that. Right. 
but if you're calling a mom and pop or even someone that has like a couple of bars they're they're not gonna want to talk to a salesperson on the phone especially now in my opinion yep. especially nowadays um, phone calls for whatever reason are really annoying to people and they don't want, they don't want their phone to ring they would much rather have it ding like how, yeah. how your phone just how, how yeah. you just ding but okay so anyway so I called a restaurant being like okay well I need to contact so many people a day and I should be calling all these people first and then I'll go like I'm trying to prioritize and figure out how to do this job the right way uh, which there is no right way um, come to find out but uh, I called the place and we were chit-chatting and he was really nice and I'm I definitely talk a little too much I'm also maybe a little overly friendly and because it's just my personality and I'm so easy to talk to like I've often sold beer me personally and I we didn't even talk about beer yeah we just talked about other things and that for some reason works for me it's just how things happen for me um, but this guy he clearly wanted to go he needed to leave yeah. and he disclosed some information and I'm 100% I absolutely hate people in conversation when all they do is talk about themselves it drives me fucking yeah. bonkers when someone is like oh this and that and this and we did that in Costa Rica and then someone's like I've been to Costa Rica and that person was like oh cool and but then I kept blah 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 maybe that's a time to just chill and be like oh man so like yeah. when did you go or like what did sure, you do or did but... you go to this place or something yeah. and not make it so much about you so this guy was like oh yeah well you know this like really isn't a good time right now um, I'm leaving to go to I don't know Ireland or Europe or something and I was like oh that's so amazing like for how long and where are you going and is it for family and I, I because I was actually curious yeah and he was like listen I don't have time for this I already told you if you want to try to come and sell me some beer fine but you can do it when I get back and he hung up on me Whoa. Yeah. and I was like see yeah holy shit but me so my background I used to work in corporate in healthcare and then I worked for a startup before I started being a sales rep so not so much when I was at the startup because no one really knew about us yet and we were trying to like figure out you know figure everything out but in the corporate I would get people calling me cold calling me all the time yeah or the reception um, like the people at reception would say oh there's someone here to see you and then I think that oh maybe I like I missed a meeting my calendar didn't get populated so then I'm like oh my gosh well I messed up because that's just how I I personally default yeah. to things which is something I should probably work on but <laughs> anyway so I go down to reception and then it's someone that's like hey I want to clean your windows and oh we're this printing company or hey we do social media for yellow pages and we really you're not in yellow pages and yeah. blah blah and I'm like god fucking damn it you know <laughs> and I get so pissed and um, now with all of these companies using CRM softwares yeah um, what's CRM or is that customer Customer relation or retention metric. Okay. Something, yep. like, something along those yep. lines. That makes sense. I'm probably wrong, but I'm close, guys. I'm close to what that means. The so essentially, a software populates who you need to be contacting. Yeah. So like you haven't contacted this person in five days, or this person has done this with you, and you need to call them again or go visit them. So I, I understand these softwares exist and they work. They work well, but they're also a software they're not a real human right so for instance um so a huge social media company hubspot 
I was in their CRM system yeah. and I was getting emails, I was getting phone calls, I was getting people dropping by and I legitimately told them, I was like, listen, I am not, I am not interested at this time. We don't have a budget for something like this. Uh, you know, I work in hearing aids right now, so unfortunately, our industry is like ten years behind doing cool things, yeah. uh, which is sad. So, like, I want to entertain you. I want to be a part of what you're doing. And this chick just still kept calling me, "Hey, Jess, like it's so and so from HubSpot, and just you know, seeing how you're doing. I would love to hook up and connect and share some like the same shit I do, yeah. every, you know, in every well, email or every phone call. I want to say, and I. Personally, I don't ever want to be that guy. I don't ever want to be that girl. Ever, ever, ever. And uh, I'm going to talk about myself. No, Do it. I, you talk about yourself. Uh, no, I've, I've, I did have someone at the bar where right now mm-hmm. tell me how they appreciated how I conduct business because I don't always come in here just to sell beer. And I don't. I mean, Sauce yeah, is kind of my local. We are at and Sauce. We're at Sauce again. Yep, uh, back, patio. back patio. Significantly warmer today. It is. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, you can actually hear the snow melting in the background. It's <laughs> dripping yeah, off can, things. Um, but it was it was very nice to hear from mm-hmm. from an employee. That's here. a just, huge compliment. It, it was just out of nowhere, and I wasn't expecting it, and it was very nice. It was like, and it, it's as much as yeah, I'm not the I I will talk about myself and and, and sell myself that's not my angle uh it was just nice to hear that mm-hmm. it's nice to get that especially out of the blue when you're you're not trying to milk compliments out of people yeah. so the less you're like that the more you're going to get actual compliments so maybe that also speaks to the personality just bringing it full circle right um the kind of personality that this job attracts is like yes, sales, sale. Like, everyone needs to make money, and that is our job. Our job is to sell beer, yeah. for sure. At the end of the day, that's what you have to do. But being authentic and just being yourself, and um, being very patient. Yep. Yeah. Um, and persistent, persistent in a way that you feel comfortable being persistent, because yeah. then it is authentic to you. Finding, finding that like. How often should I contact this person? Yeah. When should I get the hint? Mm-hmm. When should I like? Yeah. But then that varies for everybody because some people I think are very successful sales reps, and they're far more aggressive than me. I think, and I'm like, oh man, maybe I maybe I should I should up it, but yeah. I don't. I personally, I've been on the other side. I've yeah, been on I the credit card check writing. I side. would rather be a less successful sales rep than be aggressive. Me too. And, uh, but maybe that's also I, the kind of sales rep your company wants. And I, and I also think maybe that's a, a detriment to sales as well. Because it you're, is. You're, for every place you're you're like that, you're losing a sale. Mm-hmm. And every place you're, like, if you're aggressive, like, some places are just like, I don't, I don't need that shit. Right. Like, we need to, let's get a relationship. And for, for like, the, each place is different. Like, some places, you know, like, you, they're all about relationships. But Everything it's is always about Yeah, it's determining what kind of relationship that person wants. Mm-hmm. Do they want you in there like once a week? Do they do they want you hounding them? Do they want do they need a reminder like are they terrible at taking inventory? Should you be checking in on them? Mm-hmm. Or do you let them come to you or do you like mm-hmm. Like do, today do you a need cake to just tapped people? and I'm like, Oh yeah. man, I brought you beer a couple weeks ago and we tried it and you liked it. <laughs> And now, now I have an empty one here, <laughs> and they're not going to sell any beer from that. But that was a guest tap. 
the, yes, the, I am a guest the, tap. The back wall is the, or the back chalkboards of the guest taps. There is probably something else that they can put on and after I, me. Exactly. Yeah, which is sad. So, <laughs> I know. But that's, again, that's part of the business too. Like, yes. Uh, I I didn't do a lot of calls today. I had a plan worked out and I contacted a few people and it turned out they weren't either weren't going to be there or didn't have what I needed. Uh, what does that mean? They didn't have what you needed? Like a check to pick oh, up okay. or whatever. Like <laughs> there, there was no reason to go by there. So gotcha. I, I got checked in first. Uh, and so it took me a while to figure out like, so I gave myself one goal. I was like, all right, fine. I will bypass those two places I was supposed to go to and I'll, I'll hit the other place. And uh, um, walk, hadn't been there in like six months. Oh, wow. And got a sale within like four minutes. Wow. And it was, uh, I'm not saying like, oh, I was great. It was just good timing. And it was just one of those like, hey, that made this trip worth it. Mm-hmm. When probably if I hadn't got the sale, I'd been like, oh, this, why did I make this I stupid know, but trip? I, I have a question. How many times does that stupid trip happen over a sale? Again, that depends. But yeah, sometimes it, it can... I think you have to rationale like, hey, if I if you've been to that place in the past, let's say, four months. Say you've been there every two weeks and haven't got a sale. You just got to cut your losses you eventually, let it go. right? And then it becomes like you drop by once in a while. And sometimes that's when the sale occurs. It's like it's... Mm-hmm. There's no... It's all timing. But that, okay. Or it's 90% timing. Okay. For a new sale. Yes. Um, Hmm. This might, this is going to take us in a different direction. All right. So let's just like park that for a hot second and go back to the kind of person that this job attracts. Right. Because, okay, so with being yourself and authentic, um, again, which sounds not inauthentic. Inauthentic? Authentic. I'm a phony fucker. You are. I'm so fake. So fake. This nose, not real. (laughs) Eyebrows. I have hair implants. So fake. Hair in the sauna still. My (laughs) eyebrows are still in the sauna. Left them there. (laughs) But I don't know. I just think you need to be a very confident and self-aware person for this job. Just because then you can better gauge yourself in varying situations so i would for the instance self-awareness yeah definitely yes which is which is something you're always like i mean i'm con- constantly working on it and i think yep. i'm maybe a little too hard on myself at times for it because yep. i'm still trying to figure out like who i am as a human for sure but that never stops really. it doesn't stop I yeah i know it doesn't stop which is good yeah but it's like frustrating like ah like i just want to know who i am yeah but it, what's hard is, and again, it comes down to your personality, is you, so like we said, my, my goal every day is can I, can I touch 25 people? Yeah. It definitely doesn't, sometimes I only touch three people. And that, unfortunately, is just how the cookie crumbles hey. that day. And that's fine. And maybe that's also a day, like, I'm tired and <laughs> I'm burnt out and maybe I did a couple of events or I didn't get home until, you know, really late one night. Um, so I started my day late. But. And, yeah, I just, I'll just interject quickly because, yeah, you're, you're going to get days in this industry where you work four hours. Mm-hmm. But the next, the day before, you'd work 12 hours. Like you were on the road. Maybe even or 14. Out, or, yeah, exactly. Like, so it all balances 14. out. And I think that 25 a day 
if you average that over a week, so that's 125 over a week, mm -hmm. a five-day week. But let's be honest, like sometimes this job is seven days. Mm -hmm. Guys, enjoy the rest that's of your night. Pleasure to meet you. Oh, hey. Thank you, sir. Bye. Good night. Good night. Uh, Almost nice he came to say yeah. bye. That was very nice. Um, no vodka samples, though. Yeah, no vodka samples. Oh, damn it. I love vodka. Um, uh, I'm more of a tequila person. I like tequila too. Um, you were doing the ratios of 125. Yeah, so I mean, it, it, like, it, it always, like, I think if you average that 25 a day out, I think, especially like phone calls, emails, texts, that's not difficult because there's going to be days. Uh, I mean, I, I have a slightly different, uh, I'm kind of stacked in that I contact LCBOs. Mm -hmm. Which is the liquor store mm -hmm. here on Ontario? Right. Uh, you don't need to deal with that. Right. In, in your job, in your currently aspect? we do not sell to the the liquor board of Ontario. Right. Currently. Uh, and I spend probably, I spend a, like if like my Mondays and my Thursdays are spent with a lot of. It's like thirty. Between 70. the two of them, it's probably about six hours a week. It probably works out to mm. just calling stores. So, you know, in a. In that, not visiting in that, them. Not visiting. Like legitimately sitting in in your home and calling people. Calling, yeah. And I try. I, so I usually do it from the office just because it's long distance. So I do it from. The, it gives me a chance to touch base and mm -hmm. sit in the office. And they answer uh, the phone and they're happy to talk to you. Generally, because okay, uh, wow. I mean that's part of the job. Like some of the places email their orders in, and if they they don't, then they want you to call weekly. Uh, so I can very easily accomplish that. But that's kind of a, a little bit of a cheat in this for me is mm -hmm. that, yeah, because I can call like 40, 50 places in a couple hours. Right. Well, that would be impossible for me because every, so some people are open at 11, so I could call, but then it's lunch and yeah. they're just starting to open. Whereas liquor stores so generally have the same and hours. And some people don't open until five or some people don't open until seven. Yeah, so I have this unfair, so that... 25 maybe isn't realistic for just licensee. Mm -hmm. That's that's a lot. Thank you. Yeah, that, okay, that cool. is that Good is not real. I don't think it's realistic. I think m maybe that number came from when you guys were in the LCBO because that would make more sense. Maybe because well, the average because I, I I hope I hit that average. Yeah. Because that would make sense for me to do that. Mm. But in person, like. Some days it's four, some days it's 12, some mm -hmm. like in person visits. Yeah. But then and, you're still probably sending some emails or some texts. But yeah, or, like, yeah. Yeah. Texts. It, okay. Well, that makes me feel a little better because I'm like, oh man, like how do I possibly, other than on a Monday or Tuesday, how am I possibly going to yeah. contact that many people? However, mornings you can do a lot of just emails. Yes. Just, but then, but then you get to more like how much, like, there's only a finite number of places you can email and contact. Yeah. Uh, and then not everybody after a while, is the maintenance way. after that is isn't doesn't need to be weekly. Doesn't need to be, mm -hmm. you know, and or you don't want it to be weekly. You don't want to be harassing people. No. Because this job not. can come, and I think that's when you get those confrontational times. Is people feel harassed. Yeah. Tell me a confrontational time with you, because you didn't. I don't think shared. Uh, I went into. Uh, like you uh, physically walked yourself into a place. I physically walked into a place okay. that I've been in many times and touched base with and left samples and talked with the owners. And I was letting it lie a little bit. And then it 
turned out that there was a connection between one of our partners and the owner. So I thought I'd follow up and bring that up and just be like, hey, by the way, mm -hmm. uh, as an extra, you know, connection here, like, yeah. you know this person. Like, hey, did you know that? And yeah. I got like a, like, we we don't have any room right now. Like, I didn't even finish saying, I was like, hey, how's it going? Kind of thing. Like, right. I got a, we, we don't have any space right now. Uh, it, it was almost like a, like, fuck off. Like, we don't have any space. It's too many things. It's too many. Like, it was, it, there was frustration. It was just my, the, the frustration this person was feeling got taken out on just me. Just gave it out on you, yeah. And, which is fine when you're in, like, a relationship with someone. <laughs> but when you're in a professional relationship, it, that's no. You don't, I'm sorry. Okay, hold on. I agree with you, but I've definitely let a couple of salespeople have it. So that just brings me back. So a woman from the social media company, the HubSpot, when she was calling me, I flat out. But had that was to be harassment. Like, yeah, but but because See, of her soft, but because of her software, yeah. she's just doing what the software is telling her to do. Yeah, it so wasn't. So I definitely caught her off guard. The human element was removed. The human element was completely removed. Yeah. And I was like, listen, I've written you emails saying, telling you my situation. I'm trying yeah. to like be very open and honest with you, probably a little too friendly and nice. And I'm like, listen, I don't know who, who, what you what CRM software you're using. Maybe you're using your HubSpot. Maybe you're using something else, but you've been calling me every week and I don't, like, I told you. I told you I'm not interested. I thought yeah. I told you, and you still keep calling me. It's so annoying. I'm doing a million things. I get you and 15 other calls or emails a day. Like, just think about it for a second. And she was like, oh, uh, uh, oh, well, I'm so... And I'm like, I know you're sorry, and I'm sorry if I'm coming across as really rude and mean. I'm not, but, like, I'm just frustrated, and I'm busy. And you but keep calling you me. Were serving, so please stop calling me. Please you were stop serving me balance to one person yeah. who had been doing that. Yeah. And who is being triggered by, yeah, like... Something else. It, but uh, there has to be other breweries but there, that use something like that. And then they're I'm possibly sure they doing do. the same thing. But what... Here, and human. I, be here, a human. Yeah. Here's please an example. Please be a human. Is that if you deal with a lot of people during the day and they all have the same... Uh, qualities or questions or faults they didn't it's not a coordinated effort all those people didn't coordinate and say like I'm going to come pick on you today so you were dealing with an individual who was by all accounts harassing yeah. By this point. Like, Which she didn't realize she was doing. But I'm still getting calls from other people. Like, hey, let's yeah. let's clean clean but all of your you, clinics. You weren't ripping them a new one because the person before had right, called, right? Because they just so that's chilled. What, what happened to me was this person ripped me a new one because they had just had three sales reps in a row drop by. Like, right. hey, what's going on? Right. And uh, I just I want to very quickly, um, uh, if I can remember where it was can you say where it was uh, no I, I'm not going to say where it was I just want to say I'm going to look at my because I record my visits so I want to but you I wanna, have an app I, for that I, I want to look at how long it had been since this person had seen me oh, to show how how ridiculous his reaction was it's not like gotcha. I'd been there the day before or the mm -hmm. week before 
So, so while you're looking that up, check, I'll interject uh, and go into something else. So the thing, the thing with being a sales rep, and again, going back to personality, is you have to be a chameleon. So I think if you are a true people person, um, you can dial yourself up and you can dial yourself down uh, based on the situation that you walk into. So when you go into a bar or a restaurant, regardless if they're really big or they're mom and pop or they've had a million different bar managers and there's, their staff turnover yeah. is crazy, like what, whatever situation you walk into, whenever you, so you have planned your day. Yeah. Maybe you've even planned your week because that's the situation the brewery that you work for has put you in where you need to do that. You are in a position where even though this is my day and these are my numbers and this is what I have to track and I have, I have to call this many people yeah. or um, this is the report I submitted to my boss so like this is what I have to do today, whatever your corporate culture or your culture is, you go in and you honestly, like what David was saying, you might honestly just have to leave and you have to be yeah. that kind of person that's okay with that. Yeah. And then you also need to be organized enough. Cause we don't need that to be you, confrontational. No, we no. don't want that. If you're a sales rep out there, you are doing us such a disservice by being <laughs> that asshole. Yes. So get a new profession or stop Move doing along. that. So, uh, <laughs> quick, Interjection, four months. Always. I hadn't seen the guy in four months. Wow. And that was the reaction I got. showed up on a bad and day. Which we haven't, by the way. We've only had one beer. What we have not done in this episode has even mentioned the beer we're drinking. No, which we will talk about. We will, okay. I so just want to make sure. So go to your other point. We're not going to talk we about it. we got about 14 minutes left. Oh my good, gosh, we've been talking forever. We've been chatty Cathy's. That's good. We had, uh, we were going to ask him, do, do, should we quickly talk about the beer? And then... Are we done talking about what we were talking about, though? Uh, I think we... Should we move into the... Because I think... I feel like the questions we're going to ask each other... Will uh, extend... Will extend that. Okay, this might be a very long episode. Uh, it might be. Okay, fine. It might be. Go. Uh, but I think we can do it. We can do it. So, you know what? You're going to kill me, though. Now I feel like I have to go to the washroom. But you already went. But that was... How... That was like an hour and a half ago. Oh, that's what, what? And I'm a lady. Ladies pee more than men. That's sexist. Yeah, I guess that is, isn't it? <laughs> uh, well, we can always pause. No, I can pause. make it. Let's just go. We no, can always no. pause. Just go. Let's run it. We just have to line Or up how about we pause it and we get more beer, fresh that's... beer, and then we're going to talk about the beer that we're drinking. All right. So should... let's pause. Pause. All right. Pause. All right. Yeah, just. Just go. And we're back. We're back. We're um, continuing. Thank you for that break. So, we've both peed. Yep. Um, got some fresh beer. Got some fresh beer. Which and we what are. Is it, what, what are we drinking, Jess? We're drinking David's beer. We are. From Long Slice. And it's called Hopsta La Vista. Yes. And it's our... Is, long, is it Long Slice or Long Slice Brewery? Long Slice Brewery. Brewery. That's but a proper name. usually just Long Slice. Okay. Uh, often, it's one of those names that on the phone, people are like, long what? Long who? <laughs> long where? Long what? Long, as in like, a long slice, as in slice of pizza. Oh, I just want to make sure I was hearing you correctly. Really? 
really? It's 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 so frequent that that like it's just like automatically like if I'm on the phone and other people can hear me in the office, you can just hear their eyes rolling because they hear me say that every thirty every seconds. Because yeah. if it's someone who that's so funny, because when I I maybe it's just because I know you, but when you say long slice, I'm like, oh yeah, long slice. Yeah, but it's also I mean. I'm calling from the long slice landline or the or at least the digital equivalent of a landline <laughs> now. Uh, so our name comes up on the screen. Mm-hmm. So they should be able to see who it is because everyone's half got the time, caller ID. Come on. Yeah, especially the places I'm calling because mm-hmm. I'm not uh, the LCBO, <laughs> the Liquor Control Board of Ontario. You are not. Uh, so. Because half the time people answer it and they tell me who it is. They'll be like, hey, long slice. Because they're looking at the screen. Like, granted, maybe some of the stores don't have call display. Maybe. Seems hard. It's what everyone has. Mm -hmm. Everyone has it. It's not like it's new. That's what we're drinking. We're drinking the Long Slice Brewery Hopsta Vista. So, yeah, we're drinking our beer for this episode. And what Hopsta Vista is, it is. A hybrid style IPA, hybrid in that That's it's really cool. it's North American hops with European malts, ah. which gives it that unique flavor profile. Because we also balance the malts, so it's not it's as malty as it is hoppy. Hmm. And the the malts and the hops, because they're intercontinental, <laughs> give it an international flavor profile. Ah. You get the usual grapefruit uh, you get from an IPA, but you also get papaya and mango and that caramelly something else. Sometimes you get a little bit of a lemon zing. Like it's, it depends on when you're drinking it. That's probably all coming from the hops, eh? It's, all of it's, those fruit characters. Yeah, because you don't get fruit characters from malt. No, but you because the malt the the balance of the malt, it's gonna make. The hops taste different. It's going right. to give them. It's like, yeah. So that's should the we balance. should we maybe say what an IPA is then? Uh, Indian Pale Ale, mm-hmm. meaning that it was a highly hopped beer that was made to travel from England to India without spoiling. So it was used as like a preservative almost yeah. to give it an extra life. But it also gives it. Uh, Bitterness, which the IBU is measured in. That's the International Bitterness, bitterness Unit. unit. So hard to say. It gets... My understanding, I don't know if this is true, but once it gets above 70, the number 70... I think it is 70. The human palate yeah, yeah. can't determine anymore no. what's happening. I've heard 85, too, but I'm like, oh, come on. But I've, I've got it. Like, I've had beers 70s. that's claimed to be, like, over 100. And, yeah, like, it's... There's definitely something else going on there, but I think you're you're no longer sensing it as bitterness. Mm-hmm. It becomes something else, and that's why you get some of these double and triple IPAs that have this wildly like uh, uh, juicy flavor mm-hmm. because your palate doesn't know what to do with bitterness anymore. Yeah, I think uh, so. I can't say I coined this at all. So Johnny, our head brewer at Kensington, he said. And and then I'll back this up with some like personal opinions, but he he basically said hops are like tea; they're just like tea. So you can oversteep your tea, yeah, and it's very bitter. You it's like kind of charred, or 
uh, certain flavors yeah. are too intense, that makes and a then lot it sense, blends. Because you tea bags should only be in for like six minutes. Yeah, right? at so, a certain temperature too. Yeah. So if you use too hot of water in your tea, you basically burnt your tea. You over extracted yes. your tea, yeah. which is the same in coffee. So when you use coffee, certain coffees, depending on their style, you want to use a different temperature. And yep. also it depends on what you're making and the grind, like the fine. Brewing's of the hard, grind. man. It's very hard. So it's it's no different. So you kinda wanna find that balance when you're steeping hops, which is what yeah. is happening when you brew beer. You're steeping these hops. Absolutely. Which is a flower. Yeah. It's a flower. Yeah. If yeah. you look at the image of what it is it yeah it's it's, it's like got really, petals and yeah, leaves and, yeah. so that is which i think we should have a whole episode on hops because what i find hard as a sales rep so we have a beautiful pilsner and we dry hop it it's called market pilsner and like very little like little little tiny tiny little bit and we say it's a hoppy pilsner just because it makes it different and yeah. it makes it stand out. Not very many people are branding pilsners like that, even if they yeah. are throwing some hops into there. So we're like, hey, like let's do this. And people immediately are like, well, if I want a pilsner, I want a pilsner. I don't want hops. Like I don't like IPAs, and I don't want a pilsner that tastes like an IPA. And I'm like, no, doesn't. it doesn't. Like it already a hop like, is a flower, yeah. and we threw that into our beer at the end of the process, like in the fermentation process. So the beer is just sitting there doing yep. its thing. And do pilsners not itself. have hops in the process? At they some do. Point? Yeah, they do. Like there is a hop. Like there, that's the IBU factor, right? Like it's probably yeah. around 11 or something, right? Like 11 or 17 IBUs or something. Yeah. It's, it's not a bit very high for ours, I think. But oh, but at the oh yeah, same, for sure. Like in the 20s, if you're dry hopping like... it, but yeah, like a, a, a classic Pilsner still has hops in it. Mm -hmm. uh, it'll be lower on that scale, but mm -hmm. they're in there. So and dry hopping is literally you add the hops at the end of the process, the right? Just to get a little bit of that flavor, mm -hmm. not the bitterness, just the flavor. Mm -hmm. I think we should have an entire episode on hops, Hell which, yeah. which may also, have we'll talk to, about we'll IPAs, guess, like, we'll talk a, about a dry hopping, we'll talk about like the different kinds of hops, yeah. the styles so of hops. So definitely a guest. Definitely a for brewer, sure a guest. I'm thinking. Yes, for sure. Maybe a cellarman. Maybe even someone who, a cellarman. A cellarman. And maybe even someone who grows hops. Yes. Because that's getting really big in Ontario, man. Lots yeah. of people are becoming hop farmers, which yeah. you would like to that do one is my, day. That's my retirement plan. In your, yeah. In your, yeah, in your retirement plan. So it's, it's an interesting thing, and it's hard as a sales rep because, so being an American, I love a really hoppy IPA. I'm down for the bitter. I'm also down for the citra, like the yep. orange, the pineapple, yeah, yeah. the grapefruit. Well, I'm, a... I'm into it. I'm in for like something that just makes my mouth so dry, like I'm in the Sahara Desert. Cheers to that. I'm in, I am I into it all. Ideas, yeah. But it's because that's kind of the style that was kind of the movement that was happening when I was legally allowed to start drinking beer at 21 years old. Wow, that's impressive. Yes. But it goes to someone, show how far behind Ontario is. Parts of Ontario are true. Like just that. I am that, now thirty-one or thirty-two. I don't know how old I am. Something. I'm in. You're in that range. I'm so there. this is ten years ago. Yeah. And ten years ago in here, there was like, nothing. Mill Street, Creemore, Creemore, Amsterdam. 
probably had uh, an IPA then. I don't know if Bone Shaker was out then. Uh, Mill Street probably didn't have an IPA. Mill Street m might have. This is something that might require some research. They yeah, we're gonna have. Don't quote us on this, please. Don't quote us on this, because uh, I feel like Bone Shaker came out in like 2010. Okay. Which is like eight years ago. Yep, and that's when Nine I moved here, ago. and that was really the only IPA yeah. I could find. Yeah. And yeah, it's not, it's shaker, not the be all to end all, but is an IPA it's, 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 it's a great example of how a brewery who had been around for 25 years all of a sudden came out with an IPA that became their best selling beer of all time. Like it, because their blonde had always been their, their, mm -hmm. uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, I don't know. February is just recently, everyone was talking about their, uh, their first beer, not the first, like Amsterdam's first beer. What do you mean? For like, uh, no, like not just Amsterdam. I mean, oh. uh, there was a February, everyone was talking about uh, um, flagship. That was it. Flagship oh, beer month. Right, right, right. Yeah. So their flagship beer was always the blonde. Hashtag flag. Uh, yeah, flagship. Yeah. yeah. And so then, it, but it, then it very quickly became this, this very strong IPA. Mm. And uh, all of a sudden the rest of Ontario started catching up to like, oh, IPAs are pretty awesome. Let's do an IPA. Mm. And, that was our first beer. We've been around for five years. Our first beer, the Hops La Vista, was like... Was this your first beer? That was our, that's it, Oh, yeah. my gosh. And Is this the one that's won awards? It's won two gold medals at the Ontario Brewing Awards, yeah. Wow. It's been around for five years. It's won two of its first four years. It won golds every other year. So it's due next year. Or this Great. year, I guess, now. It's due. Mm, that's really cool. It's due for another. It's due for another. Una mas. Yes. Because um, I... <laughs> Minored in Spanish. Um, yeah. Wait a sec. Cool. Last episode, you majored in Spanish. Now you minored. No, no, no. It? I minored. I okay. majored in marketing. I minored okay. in Spanish. Very, very big difference. Okay, that's cool. So let's I'm gonna keep break talking the fourth about wall. this. Beer. We got two minutes on this recording, but I'm sure we can stop, and I can save it, and then we can start recording again if we want to continue. Sure. Since we but have some questions. But do you want to keep? But do you want to keep talking about your beer though? Uh, I feel like you didn't. You kind of gave us a, a slight history on IPA because of how you're using some European hops and then you're using some yeah. American hops. But I don't think you really described the full uh, profile of this beer. Oh well. So keep please keep going. I think it did, but well, I mean, like yeah, I mean, you said some grapefruit. You said like a little bit of lemon and. Um, um, I think what you get is a, an approachable. You think it's approachable? It's six point five percent. Which so is some people immediately poo poo that. They're like, nope, too high which in is alcohol. Crazy. I think to me that's right in the range of you can still have a couple in function. Uh I think once yeah. they get to like if eight, you're eat, eight you're or, eat yeah. in there. Yeah. Like you and, need I, to eat. and this is a, I think is a great it's a great eating beer. Mm -hmm. It goes with so many things because the balance so it, it goes it goes with mexican food i think it, it goes with sweet. italian food i think it goes with indian food i mean you can it'll cut through well it's an ipa the, yeah it's, it's point. yeah i think it's got to cut through the shit cuts through the shit mm -hmm. so in the category one in was english it was rated as an english ipa because of the malts so that uh, that put it in that category okay. but we see that's important we consider it a hybrid or like technically it is a hybrid because the malt the the Hops or North American. Mm -hmm. So we need to uh, figure out how to, I don't know, 
Well, say c'est la vie yeah, in a way. Yeah, I think we had a couple uh, missions in this episode. We did. Uh, one of them was because eventually we're going to have guests. Eventually. Uh, and so we thought we would interview each other. Yeah. So we're gonna, let's wrap up with a quick interview. And we'll ask each other a couple questions. I like that. And then we'll wrap it up. Okay, done. You want to go first with your I question? Would, I'll go first. All right. All right. Um, so, how about we do... And, and I feel bad because maybe this is a, a long-winded tale, but maybe not. But I'm just curious as to, like, what got you into this industry? Like, how... I mean, now we know that you started at Amsterdam yep. and you took a little hiatus and then now you're with Long Size. But why beer? Like, uh, why why craft beer? Because okay. Amsterdam, Amsterdam at that time, and, and I mean, it is still uh, yep. craft, right? So how... I mean, how did this even come up as a job for you? Or, okay. or even, so, like, get on your brainwaves. And some people are like, I'm going to be a doctor. And then some people are like, I'm going to be... I'm just going to travel. Fuck everybody. Yeah. And you're like, I'm going to be in the beer industry. I think... Okay. I will sum this up thusly. I had a, a good friend. The same the same Finn who burnt my eyebrows off my face. Oh, and him and I... source. Him and I uh, were uh, not beer connoisseurs, but we enjoyed beer. And what, he said something once, and it was this great quote that I, I still, to this day, uh, spout out. And he was just like, beer, it's like fucking good. <laughs> and it was just like, yes, you're right. Like, it it's, it like, is. It's just, we're enjoying this, like, so let's enjoy drinking beer. And... Uh, him and I, uh, uh, I still have the plastic How cups. How old are you? It's like uh, this, uh, like early twenties. Okay, wow, that's maybe. yeah. Uh, and I, I still have. Wait, no, I would have been no late twenties. Early twenties when he made that quote. Late twenties when uh, him and I went to the first. Toronto Beer Festival down at okay. uh, Fort York uh, and I still have the plastic cup that came with it they used to use plastic, it a plastic cup. cup not even a glass branded plastic cup it's not even glass no not even it's glass so it's up on my collection of glassware and it's cool. like the first two are plastic the rest are glass okay. uh, of all the beer festivals I've been to over the course of my uh, lifetime <laughs> and, uh, assuming the glass made it home Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so him and I, like, that was like, beer was kind of like this, a way of life, you know, in mm-hmm. certain ways. And um, my uh, brother-in-law at the time uh, introduced me to Algonquin Brewing. Mm. And they don't exist anymore. And all of a sudden I That's went sad. from this guy who drank, like, Budweiser and Golden and like whatever Keith's I think Keith's was popular then and that was like my oh this is like this is Canadian um he introduced me to to Algonquin and all of a sudden and this is like early to mid 90s and all of a sudden I'm like I really enjoy this beer (laughs) yeah all my things all my devices are blinking everybody's blowing up right now um I did I did mute them, but only for an hour. Uh, 
So uh, Algonquin got me into craft beer. Oh. And uh, so they had a lager and an ale really and they had cool. a couple seasonals. And they were up like, oh, Jesus, like I want to say like north, just somewhere north of the city. In the, like in the Algonquin area. Like, I don't know. Algonquin Forests. Mm-hmm. Algonquin Park. I don't know. So Algonquin um, is a national park in, in Ontario. In Ontario. And it's fucking beautiful. If you like to camp, hike, yeah. canoe, portage, it's huge. It's like a, or portage. It's like a probably 25% of the province is Algonquin Park. It's, it's crazy big. Beautiful. Don't go in June. Black flies are no, terrible. Yeah. yeah, they will. You will die. You'll, I've done it. And it's... Um, They'll drink all your blood and kill you. It's you run. You run through the woods with all of your all of your gear on your back and it's we so digress. Terrible. Okay, yeah. Sorry, we digress. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So uh when there was a point in my life when I was looking for a job, a new job. Mm-hmm. And like a turn. Like you just like I you were done, you're like I was this is done. what I'm meant I was, to I was do. Doing something different and I saw this posting for Amsterdam needed so you were actively a, a looking. delivery driver. Okay. And uh, I remember going to the interview, and uh, Rob Mulvihill was the sales rep then, and now he's the like m- marketing director. Like he's like next to the president, and it's like him. Gotcha. And he's the longest serving employee of Amsterdam that's still there. Wow. So he's been there. And he's younger than me. Like, this, like he was younger than me when he hired me. That was the scary thing. Uh, anyway, um, great resource. Uh, good we guy to know. We should. Uh, uh, he, he's from, uh, we're at Sauce. Uh, Johnny worked for him. Johnny basically took, replaced my job when I left Amsterdam. So Johnny but became like, the installer. But like, what even made you apply for that job, though? Like, it, just the fact that it was beer. Because you, and it was like, and I, knew, I had a driver's license, and it was in the beer industry. I was like, that sounds like something I could like that. Mm-hmm. I I like the thought of that, and I got the job. And one of the questions I remember Rob asked me was, "Hey, where do you see yourself in five years?" And I oh, just I said, uh, "Doing your job." Oh, sassy. And uh, the sass worked because it got me the job. So, uh, unfortunately, the reason I left Amsterdam was they shrunk a little tiny bit and got, they had two sales guys, Rob and, I'm sorry, I do not remember the other gentleman's name. I will pop into my head later. Uh, They ended up having to lay the other guy off. I was like, oh, they're shrinking. So I was like, "Uh," like my goal to move into sales and grow with the company. Uh, became like, a, oh, well, and I had another opportunity and I moved on. Mm-hmm. Uh, huge mistake. Because <laughs> obviously Amsterdam, they changed a couple owners since then, Thank but uh, they, they definitely grew. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they Huge mistake, though, because then you wouldn't be where you are today, so it's all good. Or would I? Or would you? Who knows? Yeah, yeah, uh, it was just, knows? It was one of those things that was always in the back of my head, was mm-hmm. like, whenever... The, my time I was only there for about like maybe two and a half years and every time I would have like a jovial exchange with someone with like a some kind of story would come up that involved like my time at Amsterdam it was like mm. that was a good time and I'm not reliving my past but it was just like it was just this like that was you know what 
was that, good. That was a good industry. It was a good yeah. thing, place to be. It was fun. Good company. Uh, good company and good, like, like I would like to get that back. And then four years ago, which seems like a fucking long time ago. It really does, actually. Uh, <laughs> it does. There, uh, I was, there was a Facebook, Facebook group called Buns, which yep. still exists. Yep. It's now more of an big app deal. and it's a big thing. And this one was kind of like fresh and new, and I was one of the first people on it. And it was a it was a bartering platform. Yeah. People would like trade, like, hey, I've got. And it became like mainly like if you had beer or tokens, you could trade them for shit, for stuff. Mm-hmm. And I remember I traded a large pizza for a for a flat screen TV. Really. And the person said, like in the post they said this tv it it'll turn off if you turn it off and try to turn it back on again it won't turn on so it's like well that's easy i just won't do that (laughs) so it i traded it for like a ten dollar pizza 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 got this and it was uh, yeah right like 32 inch i think like it wasn't it it was a a good enough size and we had just like gotten rid of like this huge like um, uh, like a, a tube TV we yeah, had the tube. for years. It was like oh fuck! Like we had a projector in the basement, and like it's like we don't need this thing anymore. Let's get rid of this. Um, Very sophisticated. Uh, like, let's have like let's get a smaller TV, take some less room. So I, I did this trade. It lasted for over a year. Wow. Before I started for a ten dollar pizza. For a ten dollar pizza. Before I started getting the issue of like you turn it off and it wouldn't turn on again, which we didn't do, but it came to, got to the point where it just wouldn't turn on. I was like, that's fine. I got a year's worth of HD TV <laughs> for ten dollar pizza. Anyway, and that is why David so, is an excellent sales rep. <laughs> so, which is. Because like, I, so I do not consider myself a good negotiator. I consider myself lucky. Lucky. So mm-hmm. I will continue on or the TV scheme. But the the TVs aside, the so on Buns, Jimmy Pete, who is the president of of Long Size Brewery, and Hops La Vista is his recipe. That's him. It was their first beer. I didn't know it was Jimmy's. Yeah, it's Jimmy's. Mm. And then uh, John is his brother, and John is the head brewer, and he did the our second beer, which is the Loose Lips Slogger. Delicious. Uh, so Delicious. they have this like there is a little bit of brother rivalry, like which when one beer does better than the other, they it's of fun to watch them argue. Uh, <laughs> Both beers are delicious. They are. And I'm not a huge lager fan, but Vienna lagers are great because Vienna lagers crisp, are clean, the best. No aftertaste. If you are a craft beer drinker yes. and you're like, yo, I just want to crush a lot of beers. I That's I, your I just I, I feel like I'm thirsty. If you just feel thirsty, but you're yeah. a craft beer drinker, so that means you're not gonna be satisfied with a steam whistle yeah, three speed. No. You're not gonna be satisfied with maybe like an Amsterdam Blonde, or like a Stella, or a Heineken, or a All Corona. In that range, You're gonna yeah. have to like take a little have step up. Eighteen of those to feel yeah. satisfied. <laughs> but for craft beer drinkers who yeah. want like some, uh, like yeah. some, uh, like there's something want about that, those Vienna malts, man. The Vienna, ah, oh, it's where been, it's at. And do you know that the Vienna 
Vienna, uh, sorry. That beer style comes from Mexico. Vienna lager. Vienna okay, lager is so from this Mexico. Was, this is so new to me. 100%. Germans, so many. There were so many Germans in Mexico. They were like, "Oh, we've got to make like a like a, a, a German style beer," and so they made this Vienna. Like, so yeah, it's very unique to North America. That doesn't make any sense what you just make, said. So wait, so like we're Germans in Mexico, and yeah. then they're like, "Hey, Mexico's fucking great, but their beer is like water because it's so hot here." Well, I but didn't we're German, say that. and we. All I said was they they wanted to make beer. Germans wanted to make they beer to make in beer, Mexico, and so they thought they, so they lived in Mexico, and they're like, they How were do we in make Mexico, and like, let's make beer. So the Vienna lager, and what came. they came up with was Vienna lager, essentially. Hmm. They like let's use Vienna malts because that's very German, or at least from that area of Europe. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that's cool. On uh, the the uh, buns huh. Facebook post, Jimmy posted, "Hey, we're an upstart brewery. We have some beer, and we need someone to take some a photographer to take some pictures of our beer." In exchange for cases of beer, uh, which is what that service buns was all about. Like you yeah, trade. It's an exchange. So it's not a money if thing. if you were wanted to like utilize your photography skills in exchange for beer, then you would approach them. Hmm. It wasn't about like exposure. It was about you are literal like the most popular trades. man ever. <laughs> We need to figure this out. We I need did, to like shut all the shit off. I did pause it for an hour. But Not this long sh- enough. I should have done two hours. Um, so, <laughs> hey, I'm a beer rep, man. Mm, uh, man, and, uh, so cool, man. They're all, it's all Jimmy and John from uh, Long Size. Uh, anyway, so, I jokingly, because the job I was in, I was fed up with, and I had started applying to breweries to get back into the industry. As like in sales, I figured was the next logical step. So you missed and you missed beer. I did. I missed the industry, and I was like, and it, it was starting to boom. But why sales though? Like why? Because I didn't know how to were... brew beer, and I I didn't want to deliver beer because because that's what you did. Before, I, I'd already huh? done that, so I was okay. moving beyond. It's like so you were exposed to the sales role. But you were the delivery person. Yeah. And you were also exposed to the brewer's role. And you were like, mm, I don't want to be a brewer either. So well, you were like, no, I'm going to, I can. I think it was more because uh, my skill no, set led to more. Because to be a brewer, you need to know how to brew. Yeah. I don't know how to brew. I, I have a rough idea. But I would, like, I couldn't, I don't have any background mm-hmm. that would get me that job. Okay. But they weren't hiring for that anyway. No. No. Thank God. I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, but no, no, I'm just trying to like pinpoint why. I just that, why that, you that I chose was my, being a sales rep. That's all I I'm think trying to, like, that was pinpoint. the most accessible position to get into a brewery. And I, I think I even applied for a couple of like. Um, yeah, what else did you apply uh, for? Good question. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Were um, you in marketing or like customer mar- service or? Yeah, like anything that was like more maybe an office based idea so of the more brewery, like maybe. any, and it, that's the word I was looking for administrative. Like, you know, I, I but can, you're so not administrative. I can, I can like, function, I can work paperwork, I can do stuff. Yeah. Um, 
But you're human. You're but I'm also like human. a human relation. I'm a human person. person. Yeah. I'm a human man. <laughs> uh, anyway, so. Okay, but that just goes Jimmy back to the point. Jimmy posted so. this. Looking for a photographer. And on a lark, I said, hey, are you looking for a sales rep? And he responded with, uh, he said, hey, I will DM you. And we had a private conversation. Okay, so he's looking for a photographer, and you said, hey, And I said, hey, are you looking for a sales anyway. rep? And Very he, ballsy. So for you. he, I, you know, nothing to lose. Uh, I had a job. I wasn't a photographer. It was an introduction. And it <laughs> paid off because we ended up, we, we met at uh, the uh, Bedford Ballroom. Um, which is on Bedford near. It's right near the like one of the St. George subway exits. Okay. Um, which is too far, too far west for me. Too far west for I'm you. Too east. I'm too uh, east. So and funnily enough, I knew the place because I used to deliver beer there for Amsterdam, mm-hmm. and Jimmy used to work there, and it was one of their account, their early accounts, so they had their beer on tap there. So I met with Jimmy, his brother John. And Sebastian, who is the like the like the as he calls himself on our website, like the morning guy, like the business guy, like he's he's the glue. Uh, the other two are the dream. He's the glue. Yeah. And uh, so I, that from that point on, I became the fourth. Like yeah. I was the fourth person in that, and they, they, we That's just so like cool. on the spot had like a handshake agreement and it was just literally for a percentage because I had a job and it was like it was just like do it on the side like here we'll cover you know like a percentage and they offered something and I I literally like said like added a percent to it and they're like okay it's like we shook hands it's like it was a handshake agreement and so for the next probably two or three years I just kind of did it on the side Oh, and wow. uh, I just like every so often I would score an account for them and get it, and they would I would get the, you know every so often I would like contact them and of, get the percent get that like they would like a check or something send a check or, or whatever and uh, and then I I got laid off uh, from my job and I they I got a package and everything, but the like the day I got laid off I like contacted Sebastian and said guess what guess who's available. <laughs> And him and I went out for, uh, and it was the, the timing was so great. Him and I went out for beers at um, uh, Louis Cipher on mm-hmm. Danforth, which is a brew pub, and uh, we I think we literally drank everything they had to offer. It was like a date, like I wasn't working, was so it was date. like daytime, so it was like it was still bright out, and I went home and I was hammered, and w- during that meeting. He said, hey, do you want to come out tonight? Because it's the Ontario Brewing Awards. Uh, we have an extra pass. So do you want that extra pass? It's like, sure. So I went home, had a nap during the daytime because I was drunk. <laughs> and then went out and met them in the pouring rain because it was nice and shiny. And then I woke up from my nap, pouring rain, made my way to the uh, uh, Dover Court and Queen. Okay. Uh, which is where which auto, is, if you live in the east end of the city, that is, is very, very west, far away. Very west. I mean, it's not far. It's, I shouldn't complain. It's, but it's super west it's, end. It's of the west city. end. It's it's west as west as I am east. It, yeah. Uh, and very uh, far. 
I remember going down in the, in the rain and got down there and I walked in and four minutes later we okay. won the gold the second <laughs> a gold for the uh, for Hostel oh Ladies Lips. It was just like, oh shit! And then later that night we won the silver for uh, Loose Lips. Wow. So like it was a great night. Like I literally just jumped on board with these guys and won like we won two medals. Wow. Like just a great night. Yeah, very cool. That's so cool. And but so it, that is how okay. I got into this industry. So it and, comes uh, with it comes with you just having that knack for saying, "Hey, this is what you're looking for," but I'm in the situation, so how could I just reach out anyway? And then also, you just really like beer. Yeah, that, I mean it. That's, it, it was that's kind actually of, what it came. It's what kind it came of dreamlike because because the timing of like me being laid off, and then it got to a point because I could, did get a package with where I got laid off from it, and I, I told Sebastian, I was like, you know, there's a point where my package is going to run out. Mm-hmm. I need to be full time by then. Yeah. And they made it work. Like mm-hmm. they 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 had the heads up so they, that mm-hmm. I literally became a full time employee. Like salary, as, which is uh, what salary means, wise, right? as yeah. my uh, contract ran out, mm-hmm. so it was a, the the timing couldn't have been better, and it was exactly at the time when we had, were planning on opening our brupa. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Soon unfortunately to took a few months longer, but well, the, the, we still that's were better than several we, years. The ball was still rolling, <laughs> and it was just a matter of like, like it was literally like May to August. So mm-hmm. I started like full time May in the brew bubble by August, mm-hmm. and now by next month, which will be April, the brewery April will be up and running. April twenty nineteen will be up and running, which is so, so cool. Yeah, the timing has been good. That's so cool. Uh, yeah. So what's just so interesting about that is you just have you essentially have just always really enjoyed beer. Yeah, and, I think so. And, and I think that is a common... <laughs> well, was, I used to collect I mean, beer bottles when I was younger. I collected beer caps on the beach when I was a kid. And I had this yeah. bag of like weird old beer caps. Like why people are like leaving why? beer caps on the beach, I don't know. But yeah. like at least I cleared them off. The I cleaned probably. them off. Yeah. Like fucking clean up your mess. Like uh-huh. that's not the problem with nature, right? It's like clean up after yourself. That's legitimately uh, the and then I as a legally able to drink a, a 19 year old I started collecting like beer bottles so I have like a, I have a stubby collection stubbies do you know about stubbies? I know a stubby so yeah Ontario it's like used, a red stripe yes that's where all that's where they got their beer Which from their the bottles stripe. from is from Ontario because Ontario used to have a standard beer bottle and it was called the stubby and it was a little stout 341 mil bottle I believe and it was literally like a little like a, it looked like a beaker like it, was, <laughs> like it was this little tiny weird shape and then finally like the archaic laws changed like you could do beer and whatever you want so we started getting a longer upright more like with a neck proper mm-hmm. beer bottles like but the, the stubbies no one knew what to do with them and they all got like red stripe took them all and that's where red stripe got that that's where their bottle shape comes from it's really cool yeah 
Hmm, I didn't know that. I love a red stripe. People hate on it. They're like, oh, bleh, red stripe, oh, bleh. Come on. But let me tell you, man. That's a pretty good lager. It's such a good lager. It's so crushable. And if you're ever in Jamaica, oh my God. if you're ever in Jamaica and you have a red stripe, and I know they're not like necessarily making and bottling and doing it there anyway, yeah. but like it's the nostalgia of it. It's the being on the beach. It's just being with other people. Dragon Stout? Is that the Jamaican Stout? Dragon Stout? I haven't had that. So I think I, that's the uh, Jamaican. It's really good too. Like, okay. Like, I mean, it's not like craft beer like oh i need to talk about these notes it's just it's very drinkable it's very accessible it's a it's exactly the point point is like beer is supposed to be drinkable it is and if you want to turn it into a fetish turn it into a fetish sure do your thing like let people rub your feet and shit like do whatever you gotta do but i think uh this is a really interesting segue in a way where people view beer <laughs> as water in a way yeah like it's a like like it's a it's like they're something... thirsty and they don't want juice and they don't want kool-aid and they they don't they don't want soda they want a beer because they're thirsty oh not so like they it's drink like beer like, like instead it's of a, water something that all life needs it is something that all life needs it's air and shelter yeah. and, and food. But some people... Beer slash water. Yeah, it's like a slash. It's a slashy Maybe. slash. So we've asked... Sorry, I just want to point out, we've asked okay. one question so far. Yes. 26 minutes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we thought we'd wrap well, this up. I know. So sorry, everybody. This is what you need to do if you're a sales person. You like, go with the flow and just like, shoot exactly. the shit. And I think, uh, I like that we had a bunch of questions lined up, but now we know that we will keep that questions lined for later. up and next episode we'll ask another question yeah and if we if if in five minutes we move on to the next question great <laughs> if 25 minutes later then whatever like then it's okay. they're just stimuli yeah we're just stimulating the conversation we're gonna stimulate the shit out of you holy shit we're stimulating <laughs> <laughs> which actually Brings us all the way back to micro penis, and too large of a penis. <laughs> I, so we could yep. just end it now, right now. I think so. On I that, because I mean, we just, it literally went full circle. We not book ended, penis ended. Yeah, we we penis ended. Penis that ended shit. this shit. I mean, everybody loves a good penis, so even even lesbians love a good penis like a actual good penis they do they do like that like as a visual or as, as, as a, a stimulant whole, as a whole thing is as yeah, what it's, it's meant to it was, be used for you know uh we've been around for a long time and uh i think uh if 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 our sole purpose is to as humans uh, you populate, mean we've been around yes humans. okay if our sole purpose is to, you know, spawn, that then yeah, we've specialized a few things, and yeah, the, the the penis is a pretty remarkable device. It's pretty intense, actually. Yeah. And I and I'm not gonna lie, I feel I feel for people with penises because it it literally has a mind of its own, and I can't even. 
imagine it what does. that's like. Because as a woman, it, it I mean, we have lots of other really shitty things that happen for sure, but uh, it, you you can hide it. You can mask it. There are things that you can <laughs> well, do it's to internal, like so. do things. Yeah. See, that's that's the internal genitalia. Well, I'm not just external. saying like getting an erection, but I'm no, I know, but like it's external. So things. I think the external part is also the. I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. No, you're sure. Like, no, that's right. Yeah. So it, it happens inside, and there's things things happen. Inside. And our, things happens outside, and it, and everything. It for stay, you happens. Everything stays outside. Yeah. Everything. It's all external. Everything's external. Because it's like, I will take yes. over this country, or Touching I will this, like, doing that. dominate I must, this yeah. lady. I will drive or standard cars. Yes. I will standard drive cars. Standard I just cars. fuck this shit. If you drive a BMW, please just be a more considerate yeah, use driver. A, use your indicator. Yeah. It's you, there for you a reason. Have, okay, so your car goes so fast within milliseconds. So just use your blinkers. Yeah. You put put your lights on. Communicate. Communicate to the other drivers, and not everyone can stop as fast as you or accelerate yeah. as fast as you. So just be mindful of Don't that. Don't be a piece of shit. Don't be a fucking dick. Yeah. Because I'm not gonna lie, you BMW, BMW drivers, pickup truck drivers, bad bad rep. You dicks. all have a bad rep. Yep. So be the BMW driver that changes that. So if you buy a BMW, make sure you get indicators as one of your options. Because mm-hmm. I assume they don't come with indicators because so many <laughs> of them don't indicate when they're turning. They just go. They just, just go. fire just up. Like, I, I did drive a BMW. and uh, I, Not my car, but my, my, my boss's car and at the time. And let me tell you. <laughs> it's a really fucking fun car oh, to drive. Yeah, it is so fun. So I, I, I completely can relate to the acceleration and the deacceleration and the leather seats and the sound system. It's a really fucking awesome experience. Meanwhile, but, I drive an '88 Super DL. I gotta roll down those windows. We are wrapping All right, it up. Sorry, because I gotta pee again. Okay, we're well, just like hold on. So <laughs> I'm trying. Just hold it. But we are outside. I could technically just pee in the snow. Don't bank. do that. That's not oh nice. Oh my god, it's so close. So it's a great <laughs> BMW makes amazing cars. Like there are so yes. many they're oh they're so good. But they can do a lot of things that people aren't as drivers prepared to do. Right. So I feel like the douchebags of the BMW are literally going to creep really away, aren't go. you? He's really got to go. So we're just going to let this happen. And we're gonna, I have more to say about this, but we're just going to let it happen. So bye. Ciao. That's it. That's it. That's a wrap. Thank you. Okay, bye. Hang up, Pete. End this. Thanks, everyone, for listening. It's been awesome. And... Uh, we gotta go because it's time to go. So see you all later. See you next week. Goodbye. No problems here, just life and death, and what the hell is wrong with me? Everybody. No questions asked, just get receipts and write them up. 
expenses. Taxes are a bitch these days. Get the lady and the baby starvel waiting for a contribution in a unisap box in a drugstore in this ugly little town. Tactical, scraping, scheming, struggle hard to get myself ahead. Have no concern for anyone but me. Things I do for money, I'll never understand. The world is just a marble in the palm of my hand. The palm. Just a marble in the palm of my hand. 